Hey guys, Shamsamon Comic, how you doing? I thought I'd give you a quick heads up about a film I watched called Hereditary. It was released in 2018 and uh, it is terrifying. I watched it two years ago. I thought I'd watch it again just to check if it is still terrifying and it is just terrifying. Uh, I don't know if you've all, most people have got Netflix and Amazon Prime and they've got the horror channel. And what I've found is with myself, like if you watch a lot of these horror channel kind of low budget rubbish films then it puts you off horror films altogether or any genre of films like you say you watch a sequence of crap comedies then you're not going to want to watch anymore and that's what's happened to me like i go through netflix and i'm looking at the titles and uh, it's the same old story oh there's a haunted house and uh she's worried she's stressed out about the haunted house the guy's worried about the haunted house are they going to leave the haunted house? Of course they're not. They've got a mortgage. They like the postcode. The kids are going to a nice school. So they just kind of style it out and wait to get murdered. And then they do get murdered, don't they? But then they come back as ghosts. And then they haunt the other ghosts. And then they all got to do a Beetlejuice. So that kind of storyline, it kind of bores you, doesn't it? Like this podcast right now. Oh, I've done a minute of just waffling. It's good. Yeah. But, you know, you, you want something to shake you up, don't you? You want to be like, oh, yeah, I've not seen this before. Uh, you know, this is making me feel uncomfortable. Is that the role of a horror film to make you feel a bit uncomfortable? Like, oh, God, I, I read this thing and it said that horror films are a safe way to face your own death. And, uh, boy, do I not want to die anymore after watching Hereditary. I, I, I'll give you that. Now, from this moment onwards, there's going to be spoilers, heavy spoilers. Spoilers so heavy right that you'll know everything about the film now so if you haven't watched the film press stop watch the film and then from two minutes onwards you can say all right then i'll listen to what sham thought about it i mean i don't really care what sham thought about it but he's talking about it it's a bit like a director's commentary but it's not because he's not the director he's just some bloke talking on his phone about a film he watched two years ago and then he watched it again just to check if it is terrifying. And people, it is terrifying. Have you heard of Midsommar? That was another one. By this demon. By the name of Ari Aster. Look him up. Uh, if you put him into YouTube. He's such a lovely, you know, appearing man. He, he doesn't look like a horror director. Actually, what would a horror writer look like? I always presume they look like Stephen King. You know? You can tell with Stephen King. There's something going on there behind the eyes. Kind of behind those thick glasses. There's some horror going on. With this Ari Aster guy, he's really young, probably 30s, and he looks like a, a lovely man who enjoys a lovely walk in the park, perhaps feeds the ducks, you know, doesn't swear at the ducks, uh, perhaps he feeds the geese, you know, you feed bread, but yeah, uh, I mean, that's what I do. Uh, no, you're not supposed to give bread to ducks, are you? You're supposed to be bad for their tummies. I mean, they don't naturally eat bread, do they? I mean, what, what do ducks eat? I don't know. Uh, you can tell me, you can comment. <laughs> so anyway here we go here's the spoilers so that so the film starts right and it starts with the funeral right so you you already know you're in the you you it's gonna be serious you know it's somber do you like somber film oh this is somber and the sound design of this film is just fantastic i, I bang on about this i think half the experience of a horror film is the music and with this one You've got lots of things jangling. Are you a fan of jangling? Oh, there's a jangling sound. And doors are slamming. 
and like people are staring that's not a sound effect you know they're staring at you directly it's just terrifying so like you're already unnerved and this they've managed you know the woman uh, let's have a look at it tony collette she smashes this role i tell you if anyone deserves oscars i don't know if you lot like oscars i'm not a fan but you know if anybody needs an acting award i tell you what tony collette brings it i tell you she's fantastic she starts off grief stricken and then she gets even more grief stricken you're probably thinking how can you be more grief stricken than grief stricken she manages it huh what do you think of that it's amazing isn't it she's a brilliant actor i tell you what i wouldn't want her for a partner though because you wouldn't know when she's faking i suppose that's the same with all actors isn't it you wouldn't know if she was faking you know being grief stricken say i wanted to go to the cinema on a friday and she goes oh no my both my parents have passed away right and i wouldn't know whether she's trying to get out of watching the latest fast and furious film or she's genuinely you know grief stricken that's how good an actress she is you go watch this movie and you watch acting oh my god i mean i've tried acting you know on the sharks of mines it's really hard you know like i've start, i've cut down the sharks of mines to like one minute just so i don't have to act so much but i'm enjoying doing the accents i do american accents now howdy partner what do you think of that did you think it was dallas then when i that was really me look at this i'll i'll have a royal witches as that eh? and i will strike down upon thee with furious anger that was that was that wasn't sam jackson just grabbed my phone it was me can you believe this oh my god oh wow you know some people are like you know they vegetate don't they in the lockdown not me i've mastered all accents you write in with an accent i could do it straight away as long as it's like you know Bozy Green accent or Alan Rock accent, then then you're fine. Oh yeah, spoilers, yeah. So anyway, so the thing starts right, and her mom, what's her name? Annie Graham's mom, right? She's the hero, and she does these mini models, right? And they've managed to make mini models of things scary. You think about that. Mini models are cute, and they. I've been to the uh, gallery in town, and there's a guy who sells these like mini things, and they're really cute. Not with Ari Aster. He's made mini models evil. Think about that. Are you thinking about it? No, you're not. Have you switched off yet? Good. All right. So, anyway. So, this Annie Graham. She's got two kids. And her husband's Gabriel Byrne. Do you know Gabriel Byrne? He was in, you know, Usual Suspects. Have you seen that? Kaiser Sauze. Kaiser Sauze. Anyway. So, he's in here. And he looks depressed. Because, like, he just is depressed throughout the film. She's got the stress as well because her mum's just died. And her mum's really secretive, right? And she's got all these weird friends that she never met. And, like, they kind of follow around the family. The family live in this beautiful house. Oh, it's massive, I tell you. Got lots of rooms. And straight away, I didn't feel sorry for them. You know, they're depression, but they got massive house, aren't they? I mean, you could do anything in a massive house. I've talked about this in my sets, you know. You could sit downstairs in the front room. Then you could go sit in next door in the next front room. Then you could go to the other front room, and then you could go to the other front room. You could you could have like four front rooms, and then you've got the back rooms. Yeah, you'd be like, "Where are you going? I'm going to the back room. Which one?" They'd have to number them, wouldn't you? You'd have to say, "I'm going to number one," and then you could have your private libraries in each back room, couldn't you? You could have like a horror room with all the horror books, and then you could have like a science fiction room. 
Then you could have like, you know, autobiography room and then, you know, maybe some video game room or I don't know, like a cinema room. It's just really exciting, isn't it? I, I, are you picking up that I want a lot of front rooms? Like, front rooms are exciting, and they? The back rooms, not a lot's happening, is it? you got the back garden. You might see, like, a pigeon taking a crap over your favourite stuff in the back on your weights, you know. But in the front garden, everything's happening, you know. you got people, you know, driving past really quickly. Like, around mine, we've got, like, guys doing donuts. You know, have you ever done a donut, you know, in your car? I don't know why they're doing a donut. I don't know if they've got a problem psychologically. But they do. They go round and round and they go like that. And they're all laughing. They're, <laughs> they're having a good time. They're doing a donut. Disturbing everyone. And for me, I'm thinking, hang on a minute, mate. You're wearing out your tyres. You might be laughing today. But who's going to replace the tyres? I mean, we're in a, heading towards one of the biggest global recessions ever. Right? And you're wearing out your tyres. Now, who's having fun now? Is it Sham sat there staring at these kids like a psycho, watching them doing donuts, wishing he had a sniper rifle? Or is it the kids that are having a whale of a time? They're on drugs, they're probably on cocaine, and going round and round, going wee, like that, playing the dance music. Ah, oh, fantastic stuff. Anyway. All right, good. So, nine minutes. Uh, yeah, so, the film starts, right? And they're at this funeral home. Now, I don't know what, what what your thoughts are about this, right? But I'm a big fan of not going to funerals. I don't like it. It upsets me. I think it's supposed to upset you. But they've got, like, an open casket, you know. And you can see the lady. And they're, they're getting the kid to look at the grandmother. And I thought, oh, nah, you know. I mean, if the kid wanted to see you, let us see you. I mean, do grown-ups, do, they, do you get better or more able to handle Looking at someone that's passed away, I I I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, yeah. So straight away, I was thinking, oh god, oh this is horrible. You know, just a funeral. This is within the first minute, I think. Right. I'm already on the back foot. Oh god, oh what's happening? Right. Guess what? The film's two hours four minutes. I think. Lots more things happened. Can you believe it? Than the funeral. So. The nan was like really mysterious and like I said she had all these friends and then this weird stuff starts happening these weird lights keep going through the house right she starts hallucinating that she's banging her face and something happens to the daughter I might as well tell you what happens to the daughter so, uh, spoiler yeah don't tell me I, I didn't warn you spoiler so the daughter right so the boy wants to hang out with his mates most boys do that. There's a house party and he's hoping to, you know, get off with some girl. And then, right, he takes drugs. Now, it's not made clear where he's got these drugs from. I was quite disappointed in him. He looked like a, quite a studious boy. And he's got the marijuana. I think that's how you say it. The wacky tobacco. He's got a bag of it and he tr he's trying to impress the girl. Guess what? The girl is impressed. But are they going to pass their A-levels or whatever the hell they do in, in America? Being on the wacky tobacco, probably I've not done the research. I don't know why I'm turned into Nancy Reagan. Anyway, just say no, kids. So then the mom callously goes, where are you going? And he goes, I'm going to a house party. And she goes, are you going to drink? Right? Now this woman, Tony Collette, or what was her name? Annie Graham. She's a grown woman. She knows kids are going to drink her parties. Why is she asking that question for? I was livid. I was saying, you know that he wants to hang out with some girl. What are you doing? Let him go, innit? Guess what she does? She goes, why don't you take your little sister with you? How evil is that? The boy wants to talk to a girl 
and then drag his weird sister around. Oh God! So he goes, all right then, Mum, I'll go. Even though the, the the girl's got a massive house to enjoy, you know, doing cutting off pigeons' heads and sticking pins in or whatever the hell she's doing in the film. So he has to drag his sister along with him, right? So he gets there, right? Then he starts smoking the marijuanas, right? In a bong. Now, if you don't know what a bong is, you'd have to Google it. It's some kind of illegal thing where they're like, you know, they're sucking away at the drugs and they're loving it. They, they look really happy. She's got two of the mates. They're never introduced, but they've got big grins on their face trying to make out that marijuana is a brilliant thing. But is it, though? Is it, though? Right. You'll have to come up with your own answers about that. So, the girl, they make a point that she's allergic to nuts at the beginning of the film. So you're already on a back foot thinking, oh my God, I hope that nuts don't feature soon. Guess what? Satan, or possibly not Satan, has planted nuts in some chocolate. She starts stuffing the chocolate, right? Goes bright pink, right? And just goes into, I think it's called anaphylactic shock. So he's got to get her to the hospital, right? It's really serious. I'm worried now. I'm thinking, oh, God, hurry up, get out of the pie. He's the stoned. Is it safe to drive when you're the stoned? I don't think it is, right? But this guy wants to save life. He could have found the ambulance, but, you know, you don't want to risk it there. You don't know how long they're going to be in America. Not clarified if she's got health insurance, but she lives in a big house, probably has, right? So he's bombing it now. He's, he's stoned. He's driving. He hasn't got the music on, though, because he's worried about his sister, right? She's going pink. So he's, got, he's bombing it towards the hospital, right? Sees a deer, right, in the in the road. Now, I, I, what is the advice here? Say you're going at 70. There's an animal in the road. Now, I, I've been told you're supposed to drive right through the animal. But it depends on the size of the animal, right? Maybe it's a rabbit. Rabbit's dead, baby. But say it's a deer. You know, th there is a risk that when you slam into it, it's going to take you with it. You know, he'll come up on the thing and smash. So he avoids it. In the meantime, what he doesn't know is his sister. Right, has rolled down the window, right? Roll down the window, right? So he swerves to avoid the deer, right? Disaster strikes. She smashes her head. Spoiler: she smashes her head into a lamppost at probably seventy miles an hour. Decapitates her, and that's just ten minutes into the film. How horrific is that? I mean, I hope you're not laughing. Her head comes off, and then he just drives home. Now, think about that scenario. How would you break it to your parents what you've just done? The boy's 15, he's a child. I mean, well, maybe he's 16 and what's the legal age? I don't, I don't do my research properly. But anyway, that'd be a long drive home, wouldn't it? He leaves the head on the side, just leaves it, brings the headless corpse back. What would you say to your mum? How would you break it? Say, she'd be like, oh, how's the party? Yeah, it's pretty good. I saw that girl I like and uh, kind of decapitated my sister. What? Uh, it was a great party. Where's your sister? She's in the back, most of her. What? Uh, yeah. So, Tony Collette or Annie Graham, she, you know, that's the character she's playing. She reacts in not a positive manner. She loses her mind. She starts crying and is gut-wrenching the, the loss. I swear it's horrible to... Here, Tony Collette, professional actor, just crying and crying, just crying so much. 
it, 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 it wounded me as well, you know, I don't think I'll ever recover. And I know it's fiction, this is not a documentary, but her performance, it sounds like I'm taking the pee-pee, but I'm not, it's just brilliant, she's fantastic. Anyway, she was in Sixth Sense, remember that? I see dead people. Yeah. So anyway, so then, yeah, she befriends this woman at this grief support group, right? And the woman's a bit weird, and she's going on about, like, oh, yeah, guess what? I bet ya, I can help ya reach your daughter. And she goes, yeah, whatever. They do a science, seance. Oh, God, how embarrassing. A seance, right? A seance. <laughs> and it works. And she's blown away. And then the woman says, you know what? If you want to bring, you know, your daughter back, read these words. They're not Klaatu, Varada, Niktu, like my Sharks of Man says all the time. They're different words, right? And then she says it, and weird stuff starts happening, and everyone's hallucinating, they're seeing ghosts, right? And uh, one thing that made me laugh was that they use naked old people as kind of like a, a horror trope now. Like, oh, look at the diseased old people. And I was, I was looking at it, and there was a guy in his 40s. I'm in my 40s. So I was thinking, you know, if I went for a film, is that what I'd be cast as? You know, as like creepy old naked guy. I mean, you know, look at the decay. Because like, I read this thing and it said that most films are aimed at 15 year old teenage boys. Not as old farts, right? Teenage boys. So to them, right, the, the sight of older adults is horrifying apparently. Uh, well, if are there anyone, is there anyone in their 40s listening to this? Well, think about that, just pull that over. Your existence is horrifying now. What do you make of that? It, 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 it horrifies, like, the majority of the cinema-going pu public. They, they didn't use any prosthetics or anything on these naked people. There, there were some 40s, 50s, 60s, I'm guessing, and 70s as well. Ari Aster's got a thing about, like, having naked older adults because it's so horrifying to him, possibly. But, uh God. <laughs> Not... They'll be like, oh, shall we get a monster in? Nah, mate, you know what? We'll get someone in the 40s, right? Just get them to put, take the clothes off, right, and grin. And I tell you, the kids will be crapping themselves in fear, as they should be, because it is a horrific sight in certain cases. But, oh, God. Yeah. And also, they've got a treehouse, and it made me want to have a treehouse. I mean, this one's haunted, obviously. But, uh, yeah, uh I won't ruin the ending of it. I've ruined everything else about it. But it's just superb. Now, watch the film. Think about it. Mull it over. And then watch part two, Midsummer. I mean, it's not related to it at all. But the, the guy goes, Ari Aster, that, you know, I was in a dark place when I wrote this film. Well, both of them. And he got, he, apparently he wrote, like, a sequence of, like, miserable films. And uh, I, I'm glad that woman or man broke up with him. To create art like this is just amazing. Uh, please watch it. Hereditary. Available on something. You'll have to Google it. You know, I was trying to Google Hereditary. And I completely forget forgot how to spell Hereditary. You don't, spend, you don't spell Hereditary a lot, dear. But yeah, put it into Google. Uh, and watch the trailer if you want. There's a couple of spoilers. It's a good trailer, actually. And if you like the trailer, guess what? Get that movie and have a good time. Watch it full blast. I hope you got a good sound system. Because I swear oh, you're in for a good time. And if you don't like it, 
Let me know why you don't like it. Perhaps you won't like it because it's too scary. Or you're thinking, oh, you know, it copies all the old films, which he's admitted. He goes, I wanted that feel of Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, you know, like a slow burn. I mean, it doesn't all have to be like Final Destination, does he? Did anybody like the Final Destination films? I used to enjoy them, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're really inventive. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about this one. So make sure you watch Hereditary and let me know what you think of it. And also, if you like this review... Uh, completely not related to the review. I've got a YouTube channel, Shams Aman Comic, on YouTube. If you subscribe and hit the alerts, you'll you'll get lots of videos that I do uh, featuring Sharks Aman and his best mate Nana's. And Sharks Aman is a shark with lasers on his head, and then you got Nana's, who's a dancing ape, right? And they're paranormal investigators, but they're also going after celebrities now because I'm bored. And uh, they that some of them are a minute. And like the longer ones are released on Saturday, they're like three minutes, and uh, they they rollicking good rides. How do you like that? That that's what this reviewer called Shamsaman called it a rollicking good ride. Uh, and there's more jokes in the three minutes ones. But you can also support me if you if you like them. You can support me uh, in the creation of them by going to pa- Patreon p a t r e o n forward slash Shamsaman comic. Right, and, and you can, uh, you know, you choose your tiers, and you just get more and more uh, episodes. But thanks for persevering. That's t- twenty minute, twenty one minutes of podcast gold, isn't it? Eh? And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy Hereditary. And please uh, write in whatever you can comment uh, on YouTube, possibly uh, <laughs> or Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram, Charms Among Comic. Look me up and let me know what you think. All right then, guys, take it easy and be horrified. Hereditary. Bye.